Hello, 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 puppies in the house. Who puppies? What's up? Are you doing, man? Good. Are you guys doing? Yesterday, just wanted to share. I went out a bit for la merci. Hey. So today, hi. It will be nice, boys. It will be a nice. Uh... <laughs> You're drunk. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna sleep. <laughs> no, it was yeah. beautiful one. But wow, uh, yeah. I actually was planning on going out, but. Somehow the universe uh, told my bank to like uh, do this uh, <laughs> like maintenance in the middle of the night, and I couldn't take money out in Aruba. Like literally, I wanted to just have cash on me, and this was just the push I had to just say, you know what, I'm gonna stay home and sleep as a baby, and I'm I'm happy I did. So, puppy, I was a good puppy last night. Tom, were you a bad puppy? I was a bad puppy. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was a good boy. Oh. Good puppy. How about Floyd? Sometimes about you Floyd? have to be bad, you know? Sometimes. I was a good puppy. Yeah. I was uh, partying two days ago, and then yesterday I went for a hike like uh, along uh, Costa Brava, and then I didn't sleep much, so I slept this night for sure. I was resting like a baby, too. <laughs> wow. I yeah. love it. No, sometimes it's good, but to just relax, but to celebrate. Also, yeah. for me, yesterday was a big day because I uh, did the book club. Also, I uh, recorded new videos for the ads, you know, for the oh, e-commerce. Wow. So it's like celebrating. It's good, but to, I think it's really important to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Man. I actually it's funny because uh, in the past, like uh, I used to be like anti-party, you know, and and now like I'm 34 and I'm just getting into the the festival lifestyle and partying, you know. And it's not like I go out every day, but uh, you know, like once a week or once every two weeks. It's um, it's it's amazing, you know, just to let yourself go. And yeah. also the same with the alcohol, right? I was always like, oh, alcohol is bad. And uh, now I'm like, you know, uh, like a, a mojito here and there and, uh, you know, a margarita <laughs> left and right. But uh, it's not, not too much, right? Not I, too much. I wonder um, what challenge. changed, Flo. I wonder what uh, what changed, no? I wonder. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I just let myself go because. And changed up uh, spiced up things. No, the thing is, so guys, uh, there, there's a balance, right? You have to have a balance. I, I feel, I feel, I need to share because it's insane. As you, uh, you know, what comes up for me hearing you speak is that I have been suppressing the party monster that lives inside of me. I'm from the Caribbean, baby. I, I, I love partying. I love chilling. But for the last few months and years, I've always been telling Tom, Tom, don't go out party. You're wasting your life. I really like. Oh, just let let's be books. Let's be business. Monk mode. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, monk mode. But what happens is that you have to also have to take care of 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 yourself. This this person that wants to dance, express, especially the sexual part of you, wants to go out and meet people as well. If you're not in a relationship, so suppressing that is not taking care of your full self, and it's really like it's stressing. And I feel that like I literally have been feeling for the past weeks. Could be vulnerable as well that I have like been so serious about saving the world and saving Aruba but I have not been really focusing on saving myself or at least enjoying myself as I could in Aruba you know it's, it's just a lot of party here but I've been avoiding it and I don't know I don't know it's it's what is the how do you find the right balance of being a good puppy I don't even want to say a good boy because this is why we're here because we, we're not a good boy anytime we're, we're either a good puppy or a bad puppy but how do you manage that guys uh, uh, being, you know, a public figure, talking about positive stuff, but I also want to just having a drink with friends. I think it's a beautiful topic because I think it touched a lot of people and also us. This kind of topic of how to manage life or like to balance our life with work and personal life and social life and having fun. But I think, so I've read a book and I know I like to use books well as an as a I know as an it's example. Perfect. Or as use a, it. Yeah, it's the best. A, you know, as as a tool. 
It's called the one thing. The one oh, thing. And I read it too. Yeah. And it's called, it's like auto focus. Wow. And it explains that our brain works better when you focus on only one thing or one specific task or mm. one specific thing also during your day or during even your, your week or your months. Yep. So I will say that the one of the best way to kind of balance this is like, let's say you have a big project now. Let's say me for now, I'm relaunching the new ads, the new um, videos for the shop. And also a bit the funnel, I'm like changing a bit the website, etc. This maybe is my main mm -hmm. block, my one thing. I focus. And once it's done, then I can do another one thing that could be related to the business. Or it can be also just having fun and having a party. And But it means that, you know, it's like, it's not doing the same. So the, the key is not mm. to do everything at the same time. Because this is not bad. Yeah, you yeah. You think that if I put, let's say, uh, 50%, like 10% here, 10% here, 10% in every areas, then you're not getting a result in any areas. But if mm. you put 100% of your focus in one area, then you achieve something nice. And then once you have done, then you can go and switch to the next uh, part of uh, like ne next thing. And then you achieve something else there. Yeah. That's what the book a bit explained in the, in the book. And um, I think wow. this is helpful a lot. Yeah. It's like the monk mode. Also, it's like only related to what uh, Iman Gadzi said. You know, like the monk mode. Like we focus yeah. for I, some days and then having few, like four days or five days of uh, just relaxing. Yeah, this is what I also noticed now. And I made a huge decision at least this week. And it was that I will stop filming for others. I will stop. So I will stop uh, searching for new clients. If I have friends or some people I need videos, I will um, make videos. But I don't want to yeah. split my attention because I feel like I'm doing so many things now that it just mm -hmm. doesn't make sense to 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 focus on so many things because all these things I'm progressing but it's not that there is not one thing that I'm really focusing on and actually I had a talk with one of my friends yesterday we're talking about open relationships right I'm not saying you mm -hmm. know no judging no right or wrong I think there are um people who actually like or can actually um work with an open relationship but for yeah. me, I know like you know splitting my attention and it doesn't matter if it's just uh relationships or or, or business whatever mm. I don't think it's um so I cannot give 100% to to one thing therefore I'm giving then I don't know 50 50 whatever to two things and it's not gonna benefit me the way I want to to you know to, mm. to progress so this is just a one thought when it comes to like open relationships uh but also business because i'm dealing with this the same you know i'm building my coaching and my mentoring and at the same time i'm like doing this uh, men's circle and the same time i'm doing the the filming and i just can't you know there is no way i can do so many things on the level i wanted to yeah it's amazing bro. but bro, also it's nevin, topic, you shared once, yeah. nevin also you shared this once in one of the episodes to say that our um our day is like uh, divided in blocks you know in different like hour block or something I think also this can help to get more like um, to get more uh, balanced because let's say you can say in the morning during four hours I do only uh, I work on my business and then mm -hmm. even if you didn't finish what you've done let's say you're working on something you didn't finish it's, it's okay at the end of the four hours yeah. you go and do the other block that you said let's say it's going to the gym you know like you go to the to the other yeah. or I don't know let's say it's meeting a friend yeah so then it's okay even if you didn't finish because sometimes we do things until we finish them. But maybe it's just a matter of uh, hours. You do things for four hours, five hours. Let's say you need five hours and then you go to the next thing. And it's okay if you don't finish. But the next day, you'll do it again and then you will yeah. finish, you know? You know, this actually, it touches on, on a deep topic of productivity in general. I feel I want to just like, there's so many things that came up for me first. I will tackle what, what Flo uh, said. 
Um, I want to share, guys, yesterday I had a moment. I was coming home, and it was like a, a Friday evening in Aruba, and I was like, man, I really wish I could just hang out with a beautiful girl now near the beach and chill and look at the sunset and just have a deep talk and relax and kiss. And I wanted that authentically. I really desired that. But then I, 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 I sat by myself. I actually, I bought a beer, and I, I was near just – I was enjoying the sunset by myself. Looking out into the sun, into the sun rays coming into my eye, I said to myself then and there, you know what, Nevin, I, I do not desire necessarily to have multiple girls or an open relationship. Really what I desire for my personality is some stability. I would want somebody that actually wants to spend time with me, that I don't have to constantly chase. Somebody that says, hey, what are you up to once in a while? That wants to, you know, like build some quality time. And it's interesting because sometimes as well, uh, the video clips show you a yacht with 50 girls, a booty shaking and, and kind of brainwashes you into believing that that is true happiness or that is what it means. And I am not saying that now I'm not at a point that I would love to have multiple relationships at the same time. Good. It's, it's good. But what I truly desire or what I need for my mental health, let's put it like that. For my mental health is I want a deep, stable relationship with somebody that I can communicate clearly with. Like I reached the point, guys, in my life and business that if somebody is trying to send me smoke signals, I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of my life because I need somebody that can uh, educate me on their emotions. Somebody that can say, hey, this is what I want. Oh, you know what? You did this. I don't like it. Don't just walk around with an angry face around me. I need communication. And it's the same for my business. So I want to uh, touch on two books. The first one is think fast, think slow. And this explains how your brain consists of two parts. It's the think fast the part that, that is always like a machine working, but you also have your creative side. No, it's like the left and the right side of the brain. And the right creative side, it wants to relax. And it's where actually everything comes together. So when you're in the fast mode, you're working on your project, your new website, you're like, bruh, bruh, bruh. and which is a point where your productivity starts to drop that you have to get the fuck out of your work. It drops. And th at this moment, you can switch on your creative, your slow thinking side of the brain, go for a nice walk. And as you're walking, suddenly the idea makes sense. And then suddenly you remember you have to call your, your wife. And then suddenly, and then, then all the ideas kind of organize themselves when you're in the slow thinking mode. There's also another book called Hyper Focus, also dives into this. And I believe mastering uh, being an entrepreneur is also not just working all the time, but knowing how to enjoy and how to celebrate. And I love it, Tom, that you shared this. So I'm starting to embrace this and realize the importance of this in my life, in my productivity, in my happiness. Imagine if you're not happy, how are you going to provide your clients with good work if you feel like shit, if you, you're not satisfied, right? So it really starts with you as the business owner, as the, the lover, as anything you aspire to be as the papi. It starts with you taking care of yourself, and this is keeping balance, the yin and the yang. It's like the the goody-goody boy, oh, the good puppy, the bad puppy, yeah, the bad puppy also wants to enjoy. So that's kind of it from my side, guys. Very beautiful. Yeah, man, it's all about the balance, but also it's about timing, because it's about, everything is timing. It's like, let's say now, now let's say your, your main focus is your business, because you had... It's your main focus is now. It's like, I don't know why, maybe you need to make some money or whatever. Let's say this is your main focus. But then once you get better and then you attract, let's say you, you are more stable with money, then it's not, not maybe not uh, your priority anymore or because maybe you have other desires. Maybe now you want to uh, 
have some fun and meet some girls or you want to enjoy with your friends that you didn't see for a long time because you were working on your business or you want to meet your family, etc. And I think it's only about the timing. It's only about timing because it's not, um, even though, no, the time doesn't exist. It's about the present. And it's what do you need in the moment? What do you need in the moment? Yeah. And sometimes in the moment now, we need to be focused on our business. We feel, so I, don't, I don't know, guys, but also we maybe understand each other because we all have our projects and we understand this. But I don't know if the people listening can relate. But sometimes mm -hmm. we have this feeling that, yes, or, or let's say I give a very simple example so everyone can understand. I think it's easier. Yeah. It's like after you go for a very big breakup, you no, know, with a girl or with a, mm -hmm. with a boy, after you say, okay, now I'm focusing on my on my business or I'm focusing on my career, no? Like most people mm -hmm. do this. Why? Because your love mm -hmm. life is like, for now, it's like not so important because you went through so much pain. You don't, you're not ready yet for a new relationship. But then, you so then you focus on your career, etc. And then at the, moment, at the moment, you heal and you heal like your like your love life. And then you're ready again for, for a new relationship. And it's not that you didn't want to have a relationship. It's just that the timing is not right. Yeah. No? Wow. Yeah, so true. I so of Seven, you touched on this before and also mm. I think in one of the podcasts we talked about desires right and I think mm. it's also really interesting because you know what you said being present is one of the keys to life I think it's the biggest key to life that being present and then what do you need or what do you desire in the present and you know maybe you are making millions and trillions and your business is uh, flourishing and it's, everything is amazing but maybe you just mm -hmm. desire to take vacation and just reload your batteries you know just recharge and and relax and and that's you know like what you said before Nevin it's like how do you want to um build a business or help other people if you can't even or you are not, you're not even able to help yourself because you mm -hmm. are saying no to your desires you're saying no to to what actually feels charges you up you know your your energy your batteries um so i think that's 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 one of the main things we should focus on always um, in the present like what is what is what is my desire what maybe i want to build a business of course but am i able am i am i ready to build a business um do i have the energy you know um the mental i even want to like i even want to use a, a, like a spin on these words no to help yourself how can you help someone if you can't even help yourself mm. but imagine you went to a dinner right you went to a fancy dinner in in london and then they have all this food on the table. And when you all come in, they would say, hey, help yourself. Help yourself to some gravy. Help yourself to some a nice potato. Help yourself to some roast. But hey, how about you also help yourself to some sex? How would you help yourself to some relaxation? Help yourself to some meditation in the mountains. Help yourself to some dancing, to some flirting around. Help yourself. And help yourself doesn't always mean that you're drowning. You need to help yourself. No. Help yourself to the good things in life, and that's I think is also important. Where I think uh, where you have a yeah. you have a big heart and you want to help everybody, and then it also just sometimes we forget to help ourselves to the beautiful things in life that are also just on the table around us, getting offered to us. But we're like, oh no, no, thank you. We don't want to receive. Remember, time we went to this thing, we don't want to receive. I think it's very important to help yourself in all areas of life. Yeah, it's very important to receive. So it guys, starts. I just realized something so deep. I, even me, I'm blown away by what, what I understood. <laughs> but it's like to be able to be more balanced in your life. Also, I me, I love, you know, guys, I love systems. I'm maybe the automation right, guy. Right. I love like creating systems and stuff. And I think by right, creating right. systems or habits, because habit is a system that humans have, um, it helps a lot to get more um, 
to be more free mm. in your life. So let's say you create a business, you create your website. Let's let's say you you put a lot of effort at the beginning, but then after it becomes automated. It's never fully automated, of course, but it's kind of more automated. So then you have to spend maybe less time that you were putting at the first phase. Maybe you have to put other time in other areas. Maybe okay, but what I mean is like you can always lever leverage your time. Mm. But now I just realized also that this also happens in for everyone as an employee also. That why why do we create it Sunday? Why did we create a like Sunday normally today where people don't work in in the whole world? I mean in Christian uh, in the Christian world. Why mm-hmm. we why is that there is this system this habits no like this tradition because it's like tradition that people work during four or five days and then they have the weekend like uh, it's like a, you know it's like a mm-hmm. format that we have. It's like a matrix also, but it's why is it here? Is because maybe it helps to get more, uh, to get more, um, yeah. yeah, balance in your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it does help. Maybe it doesn't make. Maybe your Friday or your Sunday can be a Wednesday when you have a business. But mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of need this system, no? Yeah. That's why we have created the weekends and the and the, and the other days of, yeah. the, of the of the week. Yeah, even if you look at just our working hours as well, is a whole nother. Uh, system, not an eight-hour work week, uh, and some of and the this crazy thing is, is you know, like the system is kind of a global system that exists, but some people are so stuck in it in a way that they can really pass their whole life, eighty years, like just waking up, robot, put to work, some stock. Oh, oh, it's finally the weekend. Hey, they party the weekend away, and it's like it's just a repeating cycle. Yeah, and, but look, um, because Nevin, yeah. as we said, it's challenging to find our own balance. No, like for us, yeah, or for individually. So maybe they have the people in charge in the world, or I don't know, like uh, in the past, we have created the Anunnaki. Only... <laughs> you mean the Anunnaki? <laughs> they have yeah. created this system of the weekends and the week because it's easier for mm-hmm. people because you assist them. It's like it's easier, yeah. you know. Otherwise, everyone will take their weekends during uh, whatever. Like they will burn out. You know, otherwise, and then maybe bur- also the out, world yeah. will not function perfectly because. And now we know that Sunday people don't work, let's say, in this area or in this city. And so then it, they work only during this day. And it makes the world function better. Otherwise, it will be mm-hmm. chaos in a way. Because if, let's say, me, my Sunday, it's on uh, it's on Wednesday, you, your Sunday, it's on Thursday. Uh, yeah. How do we function? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, uh, I mean, in business, also in collaboration between humans, it's yeah. complicated. Mm-hmm. So we made an agreement that everybody yeah. chills on Sunday. Yeah, because let's say, I have, then, to, let's say yeah. Levin, I have a call with you. I have, um, I'm working. And I'm sending you my calendar and I don't know, like you, I'm working the, the I don't know, it's like oh, we have different calendars, like uh, we don't have the same days. I don't know what you, what, yeah. we have the same calendar mm-hmm. uh, day. I mean, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. I mean, if we don't have, then we cannot work together because, uh, or it will be more complex to work together and to find agreements on timing and stuff. So I have like a crazy idea or concept. I said, so imagine we plan our day, same as we can uh, look at the days of the week. So let's say, you know, seven, seven days of the week, let's say you have seven hours you want to work, but then you also plan five that are really deep work, deep sales activities. But then the other two, you plan more on learning or you watch some uh, YouTube video to learn something new in your business, or you plan a uh, time to read because it's also work, but it's more relaxed work. So I really love that, man. Uh, um, to use these structures that are ancient. Where, bro, when did it even start? We should do some research on this. Like, was it like in, in, in 1280 when they started the 
industrial revolution, right? I think it was like in France somewhere. And the guy said, hey, we need these people to be work. And then they started to die and they didn't have like rest. And he said, oh my God, maybe we should give them a weekend. And then they put in these two, three days and then people started to enjoy it, drink all their money away in the weekends and then want to work even more in the week. So it's very interesting how it's a worldwide uh, hypnosis that we're all in since we're talking about hypnosis. But you know, it's, I it is, bro. Because it is, we all... Us three, we uh, also came out of the system, and you know it's called the rat, the rat race, no, the rat race, yeah. or the nine to five. But you know, I've always been the one bashing and saying, "Shit, I don't want to live like this. I'm not a rat." But maybe it is. Now I just realized, well, that maybe it is. Um, it is very important. It's essential. Yeah, it is essential. Um, yeah. I was actually listening to um one of my mentors, and uh, he mentioned this how, um. A lot of people, you know, start uh, their own businesses. And then he was also mentioning this, how, you know, people start traveling and working online and building their businesses. And and you see, for example, Bali is like a hotspot, right? Yes, you see so many people working from there. But what they do is they have their little laptops and they work like 20 hours a day and they're fucking stressed. And and he he was talking about this, how, you know, it sounds amazing to escape the rat race. It sounds amazing to have your own business, but it comes also with a lot of other responsibilities and way more stress than you work uh, so if, much. If you work it's, for someone it's else. A lot, right? bro. <laughs> and then he was like, are you really free? Because they wanted to have their own business. So they become free and then they can travel, but they are not free because they are just super stressed. And I think it's, you know, there are people who who are better off working for someone else. And, you know, now we are talking about like, the red race and escaping it. But, you know, some people just they 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 maybe they don't want or they were not meant to to escape the red race. You know, and that's why the world is uh, whole, because we are all so different. Yeah, but maybe at the end we don't we should not uh, escape it because maybe yeah, yeah. it helps us also to be more productive and to have a more balanced life. Even though maybe you could choose where you work from and your money is not related to your time. So this is different. Yeah. I mean, you're not get you're not like a slave. I don't know. It's a big reward, yeah, yeah. but it's like you're not uh, trading your time for money. So this is a good part. But I think the essential part is to have a structure in your week and in your days. And this, I think the rat race or like the system is good at this because it's, um, it's also then, you know, in Barcelona that on Sunday, it's closed the the boutiques the stuff are closed and you know that you can do something else because imagine if it was oh imagine El Corte Inglés they decide that their Sunday it's on a Tuesday so then they don't I don't know it's complicated I don't know I yeah. mean if mm -hmm. each and shop, then all the yeah, yeah. yeah. if each shop all the logistics stuff, it's so complicated everything yeah. would be yeah. but also yeah. because the world is I, mm -hmm. sorry yeah <laughs> No, there are a lot of that no, restaurants like... who, who are open, you know, on the weekend, but then yeah. they have maybe Monday, Monday no? holiday. Yeah, it's a Monday. Or they, they mm -hmm. you know, they don't open. And um, it's happened so many times, like, let's go here on Monday and it's closed. It's like, ah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it's also, if you look at it, it's like the world, whole world is like a giant clock in all sense of it. There's like millions of these tiny little like wheels and they're all turning perfectly like in, in cooperation and at the beginning of your awakening or when you want to become a business owner like Fuck the system i'm gonna get out of the system but then you realize you're also one of these wheels and clock and you're just you can upgrade your wheel and to be a bigger wheel that that pulls more of the world and spins and you make more money you make more impact but at the end of the day you have to be plugged into this clock you you have to work with it so if i want to hire some employees in a bit what i'm going to tell them just work whenever you want to no i'm going to put them in the system that already exists and 
and do the payroll and, and, and pay your taxes. And I have to play. If I want to work, if I want to have an impact, if I want to be a papi, I got to play the, the game. I cannot just live in the mountains, smoke weed and talk to spirit guides and, and, and just live by myself. I need to play the game. The game exists. Your the politics is very real. The politicians in your country, they're very real. The police people, they're very real. Everything is very real. So you can also live in this like fluffy world where it's like, oh, fuck the system and all of that. But you know, it's a gorgeous system. It's a gorgeous clock, intricate, like with all these mini millions moving things. And it's perfect. And you can come and optimize it with your presence. You can come and make it more effective and help this, this clock, this machine to, to, to work. So it's really beautiful, guys. It's really... It's just, uh, I would like to say pleasure. just words before we maybe uh, switch. Yeah. But um, I think there are three types of people. The ones that, uh, as you said, that they fuck the system, like they want to go out of the system and they criticize the system. Then there is the ones that are part of the system and maybe they are, don't know that they are in part of the system or they are okay with it. And then there are the ones that they understand that the system is maybe not for them, but they, as you say, Nevin, they take it as an advantage or they use the system at the, in their advantage. Yeah. And I think this, uh, we are the third part of people. And I think most this is like... Be, in this the in matrix this movie bro we are yeah. fucking neo in the house bro <laughs> jumping each time into the system doing our work and then popping back out ooh, and knowing bro, <laughs> the matrix is the best movie in the world bro the matrix is real the matrix is real bro. <laughs> the system bro. no but i think when what we said it's really interesting because there are a lot of people that yes they fuck the system and they live uh like anarchists no you know this kind of like the anarchist and i don't I never try to judge, but I'm not someone that I, I like. I don't like to judge. But I think it's accept you have to be in acceptance. So accept yeah. the thing as they are. Let's say now it's raining. You plan to go for a run, it's raining. Do you go? You can still go, of course. Uh, you can still go have your run. And otherwise you can say, okay, maybe I'll wait. Uh, it's not a day. And that's that's okay. I'm accepted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's the same with the system. Like the system is like this, I have to work. Okay, I accept it. Or I go completely out of the system, but at least don't complain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's you know, more about the, yeah. the, the, the three, um, you know, um, like different uh, types of uh, of people, what you mentioned before, and then choosing, like, who, who are you, you know? Hmm. Like, where, where do you see yourself in the system or what's what's your take? I I think what is a, what is a powerful thing um, is this book, is Atomic Habits. Because now I go so deep thinking about what a habit really is. And a habit is not only a personal system that you implement in your life, but a habit is some type of new structure you create on earth that potentially can affect the entire system. So let's say if I have a habit on, of making one uh, video on TikTok that inspires people, I can do this habit change the, a lot of people's lives, like for, as, a, as a short example, but it's kind of like coming back to the importance of creating habits. And in the book, they explain that a habit has like these phases. There's a cue, there's like a reaction that you need to do, uh, the action you take on it, you have a reward, and then you repeat the cycle. No, it's like a, like a cycle in it. But what is one thing that really stuck with me out of this book? It's the, uh, the moment that you speak out what you're going to do. So as an example, I say, hey, next week, Sunday, at 1 p.m., I'm going to meet with Tom and Flo, and we're going to record the Papi podcast for two hours with high energy. Yeah. So I, because I see this, I see it, and I program my brain. And now because I said it, it's like, I got to do it. Shit. 
And I think it's the same for also taking care of yourself. So it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to work hard as we can. But Saturday night, as soon as 7 p.m. hits, I'm going to go to the salsa club. I'm going to wear my sexy puppy shirt. And I'm going to dance with every single girl in this club. Boom. You're also setting up these habits or these promises to yourself to empower you and to work with the system. So I, I love this book, Atomic Habits. It's really powerful uh, as well to really create not only yeah. like good puppy habits, but also bad puppy habits to keep you happy, to keep you fulfilled as a man in our case. Yeah. No, but also, as you say in the book, it talks a lot about identity also. You say that the habit comes from the identity of who you think you are. So just a quick example. Exactly. Let's say, as you said, um, like for the gym, let's say if if you believe if you believe that you're not a good uh, sporty person or you're not sporty, you will never be able to yeah. or to stick to it. Mm. But if you believe that you are a, a gym rat, <laughs> then you can go. You will go. I'm joking, but you will go. Uh, you will go for sure. So, how is the gym going for you, Tom, so far? Yeah, well, you remember day, you I... started you you started around two months ago, I think. Can you give us an update on your gym? What identity you're currently holding onto? Yeah, I'm working on my identity. Well, to be really transparent, I didn't go a lot. It was summer, etc. I don't have excuses. I have to accept that I didn't go well, and uh, I didn't keep my promise to myself. So but because I'm, a... I'm working on. Yeah. So because I'm a gym rat. Um, what's your <laughs> what's your motivation it... behind this um, commitment? Like, why do you mm. want to go to the gym? Yeah, not to take care of my health, well. To also uh, move my body to yeah to have more energy. No, but guys, it's not an interview of me. I know that you <laughs> want to, to do this, but I understand what you guys mean. But yeah, it's about you know identity. what it is, Tom. I think in your vulnerability, a lot of people will be able to find their answers huh, and their connections. Yeah, you're right. Same. I also have a lot of commitments that I make and I yeah. didn't keep. And but I think what Flo is asking is very deep as well because it's if it's just to look sexy but you already feel sexy you don't really have the motivation no? mm -hmm. but maybe it's really to just gain discipline to to be a commitment to yourself more than to other people no yeah yeah so what i was trying to ask because like i said i started training years and years and years ago and i never stopped um and so you said before creating an identity and i think creating an identity is crucial but before you do that you you base this identity on your values right so value in this sense is um health you know you value your health therefore you will create this persona this um, healthy persona who goes to the gym or you know does sports whatever um and then yeah just uh so because you said you don't, didn't go too many times what happened there so what was what yeah. values did you follow other than the beginning ah no you mean that i didn't okay yeah hmm business because you're working a lot so yeah i was focused more on my projects and maybe i neglected more my uh the health the health to focus more on other parts of uh, my life and uh but as we said it's always about it has to yeah. be in balance no yeah. so that's why also it's, it's also about your uh, wheel of life or your uh, or even call it the vibe meter it's like your yeah. you have your vibe meter and maybe mine uh, i needed to focus on on my relationships uh and i need to focus also on my uh on the on the job etc yeah and uh but no i feel also I want, part is important yeah because yeah. i want i want to share something tom that you 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 might be unaware of but also on you're not in control of and it's, it's our subconscious programming and our, our mind right so i also have a lot of times that i would commit to something 
but then there would be a voice that would come with a million and one reasons. And I would not even have to call them an excuse. We all know they're an excuse, but they're so good that, that you can call them a reason. And like, oh, but today is a cold day. And maybe if you stay at home and work on your business, you can double the amount of sales. And the gym, man, you're going to go there. It's only going to be guys. It's going to be warm. It's going to be stinky. It's going to be blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's interesting because we have the survival mechanism as well that is always telling us, like, even yesterday, I told myself, Nevin, you're going to go down in salsa. You're going to meet some nice girls here in Aruba. The talking guys and the bank, I couldn't take out money. And then I said, it's far. And then I gave myself millions of excuses. And I talked myself out of it. And I stayed home. And if today I complain that I didn't meet some cute girls, it's my fault because I gave in to that, you know? And it's good to take responsibility. So, Tom, I also respect you, life, take your responsibility and and being honest. You, Tom could have also said, yes, I go to the gym every day, but he chose to be honest. And I think this is essential for, for growing. So thank you, Papi. Yeah, thank you. I think it's always yeah. a work in progress. Also, always, it's always a work in progress. Yeah. And it's always, uh, as we say, I said in the last episode, it's always about challenges. So also to reflect on this, you know, on the challenges and on the identity. Definitely, yeah. But I think Flo, yeah, it was a good one, what he said. It's like to really under uncover the real uh, desire behind. Because you're right, if it's only about like feeling sexy, etc. Uh, I know I feel sexy, so it's not about this. You know, it's like uh, if I go to the gym to do this, it will not uh, be power powerful enough. You know, like yeah. my why will not be powerful enough. Yeah. But yeah. You know what? As you were talking about the gym, I just felt pumped up and everything. And I want to just share something, guys. I think what the gym is for a man as well, especially for women and for, for someone, is that we as human beings, I think that we have so much energy inside of us, right? We have like literally now, I could just flip my laptop and do a one kilometer sprint barefoot nonstop if I just set my mind to it. I am endless power, energy, execution. I could with two, three people, I could flip over a car. I'm a huge, strong, powerful being. But in 2020, we're, we're sitting like this all day working. We became these passive dwellers to just sit all day on our phones. We're not moving around anymore. And I, that's why I think this like gym and exercise is just you reclaiming the power you have inside of you or using it effectively because what happens is you don't use it through exercise and it manifests itself as like feeling very horny or feeling stressed or feeling like all these other emotions come up while it's actually just your body is like dude i have all this energy use it like move me i want to move i want to shake i want to sometimes you just feel like your body when you dance like yeah i needed this you know and i really think it's a lot about well-being and it's very spiritual because our body is the vehicle that carries our soul and the happier or the more connected when the soul wants to move and you let it move in the body, they intertwine and they become better partners. So now when your soul says, okay, I need to finish this business plan, the body follows. What happens is that each time you make a promise to your soul, you say, I'm going to go to the gym and you don't go, it, it disconnects from your body. And next time you say to your body, hey, you got to work for one hour and focus. Hey, the body's going to want to poop and pee and look at Tinder and all that. So we have to also realize that we are part soul guiding us, like deeper intentions, higher connection. But also we are the earth level thinking that wants to fuck and, and do all these like earthly things. 
And I just believe that the gym is building discipline, telling the body, you're going to do 20 push-ups and you're going to shut up. Even if you're going to cry like a baby, you're going to do these 20 push-ups. Because when I need you to talk to 20 people to save their lives, you're going to also be able to do it without any excuses. And I really believe it's about attitude and, and, and being a puppy. It's very essential. I'm not going to the gym personally. I'm running. I'm swimming. I feel very healthy. Very. I always try to just do one hour of movement, even if it's a dance, even if it's a booty shake. doesn't matter. But you have to <laughs> express it because otherwise you're just not living up to your full potential. It's kind of how I feel and, and see exercise in this, guys. Yeah, it's not just exercise. Um, we talked about this before when you froze, but uh, it's like you said, it's moving energy, right? And it doesn't mm. matter if it's the gym, if it's dancing, if it's swimming or yeah. running, whatever, you know. Um, whatever it might be. Yeah, whatever. Choose your weapon, right? But for mm -hmm. example, for me, dancing, you know, I never thought about dancing or just moving like like energy. Yes, it's energy. And my whole life, pretty much, I'm, I'm I never danced. I never even learned how to dance. And now recently wow. this year, I started like dancing, going to festivals and, you know, listening to music in a different way, like feeling the energy, like closing mm -hmm. my eyes. And, and and the genuinely feeling into the vibration, right? And I think it's beautiful the way you can move wow. energy. Like you can literally move energy. And um, like I said, it doesn't really matter what it is. But uh, like you said, mm. we are humans. Like we are earth. And we are energy. We are matter and energy. And uh, and there are so many ways, you know, you can express yourself. And, and, and also, um, I think when you do these things that you really enjoy, really love, fills you up with energy, right? then mm. that's how you fill up your cup right so we talked we started with this um the part the beginning um and i think it's beautiful to to just because when you ask most people and it happened to me so many times i asked them hey what's what, what what's something you love doing like there's nothing like they most people don't even know what fills their cup yeah because their cup is empty <laughs> and they don't even know mm. oh i like it bro. i like this topic man i think it's very important and even when you were saying about energy, just imagine now we are three puppies. No, we're in the club and there's like all these beautiful girls there. And suddenly we start doing this dance. Not just the, we start doing this dance like this. We start just doing this by doing this movement. Look, it's just I'm moving my body in a specific movement, but I'm pulling energy. It's it's I'm pulling an invisible string, an invisible rope. But the person perceiving this will will like like they will feel pulled of course if there's a good vibe and especially if they're friends don't try this with strangers and expect magic but the person will feel the urge to walk towards you without you seeing a word just by gesture and energy and this is why like also being in the gym of course having a powerful presence when you look you show the girls the the guns it's like it, it shows this guy is a strong person not only spiritually but also physically and this was why I think as well, uh, you know, exercise and all of that, just taking care of yourself as a puppy, uh, doing some man stuff, like rubbing yourself with some mud and, and, and just being a bit dirty sometimes. I think it's very good. It's very important, really, guys, to, to you know, to just be a man, but also be a woman, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's self-expression. I yeah. think whatever you yeah. do, whatever, the way you carry yourself, the way you dance, the way you, oh, I don't know what kind of clothes you wear, tattoos, you know, or ear earrings, piercings, whatever you want, you know, it's self-expression. Mm -hmm. 
And and I think that's uh, that's life pretty much. Like how you can choose. How do you want to uh, live life? How, what 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 side of you do you want to show? Right? You want to become a business person. Do you want to become a nine to five worker, a rat, whatever? You know, I'm, I'm not judging. But uh, it's it's your choice. And um, and being being uh, aware and conscious about it. You know, uh, I think it's uh, it's a really interesting topic. Yeah, very deep. Man, guys, I just got uh, froze because you froze my mind with what what you <laughs> when you called me out. So I was frozen uh, for for some time. I was reflecting, and thank you so much for like you know like this is what is a uh, puppy. You know, like I really uh, I'm very I, grateful, guys, for your friendship and for your help for and for your uh, you know like for your honesty. You know, like your your directness. And this is and really you know beautiful. it's it's only love, Tom. Because as we speak to you, we're speaking to ourselves as well, bro. Repeating all these words, and I I think guys, it's essential to have this brotherhood. Why I say this as well, um, it's like I have a, a it's very personal what I share, but I have a very challenging relationship with my father. It's not because he's a bad person; it's because he's too much of a good person, and he doesn't keep his word he always tries to promise everybody he's gonna help them and and doesn't never charges anybody for anything and he's such a good guy that he is not able to give me like advice as a man i would not take his advice like if i told him dad i have this business deal and you know there's some risk involved he would say don't do it don't do risk go back hide he would tell me this and he, he would not guide me towards where i know I, I, i'm going so it's challenging because my dad i want to see him as my father figure but this is why I surround myself with other figures, powerful men as well, that are leaders that can also give me this feedback. So that's why, Tom, I believe, uh, why I love this Papi's podcast, bro, even though it's a podcast and it's going live, dude, I'm having a conversation with my best friends. Yeah. And you guys are keeping me sane. You're keeping me at a high level of conversation, a high level of thinking. I don't know how the people listening are feeling, but each time I do one of these episodes, dude, I feel amazing, man. I feel recharged. I feel blessed to have you guys in my life man yes, so Tom, all from love bro and all from love bro thank you all thank no, it's you really important no it's um because you mentioned this you know how we kind of called you out and i i think real friends will always call you out whenever you are bullshitting yourself or doing something they will call you out that's how you know they are real friends you know um and yeah committing i i remember this because you know we were trying to um set up a date for recording this episode and uh, every week I, I i don't know sometimes when it's like so it's my mind of, of course but when it's like late you know and it's like we have to record because in two days it's gonna be release i'm gonna be mm -hmm. like off oh, i'm getting stressed right and i'm like oh, i need we need to do this and what if we don't and we committed you know mm -hmm. committed to each other and mm -hmm. we have to there is no way we are not and i was actually listening to uh youtube mm -hmm. video. Um, alex Farmozzi was talking about this how he made this commitment to himself to record two episodes of his podcast every <laughs> week and wow. it was like no matter fucking what i am going to record two episodes and i'm gonna release it even if it's shit i'm gonna do it um and yeah you know it's um committing making this commitment to yourself and and keeping it you know it's um i think it's beautiful and that's what really gives you this energy this power faith in yourself and in the things you do right you it's know to, uh, Flo. I love it because it's a small, like even earlier before we started recording, I said to myself yesterday, I'm going to share it again, guys. I made a commitment because I feel like I've been wanting to meet new women in my life. I went through this breakup that Flo shared about, was really happy. And I had my period of not wanting this. 
But now I feel like now it's time that I desire this again, you know? So I committed to myself. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. But I committed that every single beautiful girl I see walking on the street alone, of course, not like in a partner. I will walk up to her, introduce myself and just say, hey, you know, I noticed you. I really like your energy. And just to try and to build a connection. This is a, a very scary commitment. It just really means like I'm going to have to be very uncomfortable. But by me keeping this commitment, maybe the first 10 times I walk to somebody is going to be very uncomfortable. But maybe the 20th time, the 100th time, it's going to be like a walk in the park. And what is this going to do with my sales, with my business skills, with my networking skills? With You know what I mean? So it's also a commitment to excellence, a commitment to being a papi, a commitment to being responsible, to jumping on this call, but just also a commitment to taking care of yourself. And I think this is the commitment I would love every single person here listening to make today. Commit to read a page a day. Commit to message your friends and tell them, you know, you're grateful for them. Commit to taking some self-care, to buying some lotion for your face, some scrub, some, some salt bath, some special magic. And commit to taking care of the person that matters the most, you, the most important person on earth. Commit to that. Beautiful one. Yeah. I actually have a really good friend and we were hiking yesterday and we we're talking about this because he's into the day game, right? Like what you were mentioning. It's um yeah. just um you can call it pickup artist stuff, but it's not pickup artist yeah. stuff. It's more about just getting out of your comfort zone and um just asking yeah. the street, you know, for the numbers or just start chit-chatting, whatever. But he told me he started, I don't know, two years ago, maybe or one year ago, I'm not sure. But um, he's also into you know business. He has his own business, and how the way it changed him, you know, to to it, it doesn't have to be you know talking to girls. It's just like getting out of your comfort zone on a daily basis, um, mm. and it boosts your your confidence. It boosts you as a person, and if if you feel boosted, then you know in every other areas in your life you will you will benefit because it's not just you know going to a girl. It's actually believing in yourself. What I said before, it's having faith in yourself, doing the things you do. Yeah, also it's doing something uncomfortable, <clears throat> and then you, as when you do something uncomfortable, you get, you get uh, more confident, yeah. you get much more confidence. And and the thing is, guys, is that I want to just share, even though I know this is like a a, a gender neutral podcast, kind of slightly uh, more to the men masculine side, but I want to just share that I had a, a very beautiful talk with some coworkers the other day, and I asked them, you know, when you're in a club. And a guy comes to approach you to dance, right? What do you expect from this man? And every single one of them, aside from the gestures they, they recommended, they said they want a man that knows what he wants. A man that can walk up to a girl, pull out a hand and say, hey, senorita, let's dance. Come, I want to take you for a dance. Come, come. I want to take you for a dance. Assertiveness, security. They want somebody that they can feel safe with. And they're like, oh, okay. Sure, here, take me for the dance. Instead of somebody that comes, <laughs> would you want to dance? I don't know, would you like to dance with me? <laughs> and the girl will be like, I don't know, are you sure you are you sure you want to dance with me? You seem insecure. And, and I think that this is a place where a lot of us men out there, we are afraid to go to talk to girls, but dude, it is your duty. It is what they're expecting of you. You're a weak man if you're afraid of it. And I'm talking to myself looking in the camera. You need to share and connect because as leaders, you know, we need to really learn to express ourselves. And I'm talking in the spirit of my dad that I have the challenge with, spirit of myself, also 
learning to love myself and my masculinity. And I really feel that there's a lot of beautiful relationships, better, more loving relationships that can come to play. Uh, because uh, again, a, a guy and a girl together uh, in better harmony also equals better children, a better family, better communities, a better world. So I really think that it's just essential that men also understand their role in society, that it's also to walk up to the girl and say that you like her and just try to send messages with your brain. Dude, you're not the Anunnaki. You're the creation of the Anunnakis. You're an earthly being. You need to speak with your mouth. And it, it, maybe I sound a bit fired up, guys, but there's a lot of emotion behind this because I really believe it's beautiful. the message it's I came to the earth to bring. It's the message I came to the earth to share, to build a community of papis that take care of the, the senoritas, to, to, to give them love, man. We need well, I'm, to I'm going through a, through, earth, through all eating process now. Bro. You cannot imagine <laughs> my my see my energy, my mind, bro. I'm having thoughts like like all eating <laughs> oh, bro, while guys. you are getting sober. <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe. guys. And I mean, um, so, and I mean, it's not only so like, how many people listening. How many also. phone numbers, Tom? We're gonna commit to how many phone numbers this uh, the Sunday? <laughs> no, because no this is not my focus for now, bro. Really, like uh, I know, I but know, uh, I understand but share, also share, the concept. Yeah. I understand the concept of doing this. But I know it's not yeah. only for picking, like for the girls, it's also for confidence. Uh, and I already yeah. respect it, it's okay. But me, I thought my way, boy. Uh, it's like, I, you know, how, uh, I am a silent killer for you, you know. <laughs> don't, don't miss it. So. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's not what I'm looking for, boy. Yeah, as we said, we have uh, we have timing. And uh, you know, I went, I was with a girl from like one month ago. And no, it's not what I'm looking for, boy. I'm not looking for anything. Actually, if I'm looking for something, it will be something serious, uh, not something just to play or so. From now, I'm just working on myself, oh, and I know she will come because yeah. uh, now I'm ready for something more serious. Yeah. I think the key is always about uh, knowing, like being present and knowing what you want, you know, because of course we are guys and, you know, the spicy senioritas are out there and they are beautiful and... um. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say too much uh, to this, but, uh, but yeah, you need to know what you, what you want. Otherwise, you, your, your penis will control you, and um, that's that mm. the case, right? Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, man, I think there's just a lot of stigmas to it, and uh, about what it is being a man and everything. And I'm, I'm going through a phase in my life, and I'm happy that the, the audience can like <laughs> experience this as well, where you know, I really love to unbutton my shirt. I love to show my chest hair. I love to be a bit stinky. I love to be hairy. I'm a man and I, and I, I don't need makeup. I don't need to cut my nails. I don't want to uh, be uh, demasculinized. De I don't know if this is a word, but I feel that this is kind of where the world is going towards. But I want to stand my ground and I want to scratch my balls and I want to uh, uh, smoke a cigarette and a cigar. And that's just me. I'm just being a man and doing me. And some people will like it. Some people will love it. Some people will hate it. And it's not my problem. You're just really like finding your energy, your vibe, and, and finding yourself. Dude. It's yeah, very it's deep. Very insane. Yeah. No, it's very deep. And this conversation, it went, we went through like, uh, we did like tags in many uh, subjects, but it's beautiful. <laughs> it's also the beauty of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but, man. Um, yeah, but being a man, it's something that we don't learn more at school or we never, of course, we're never going to learn this. And even in your family, you don't learn uh, because even <laughs> your dad doesn't tell you how to be a man. 
you learn it only There's from no... the movies, but only from the mm. what you see outside from the culture, the movies, and the books, um, yeah, or the people around. And I think it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, especially now the as you say, the image of a man is is distorted. No, it's like uh, mm. because the superheroes they are maybe not feminized like uh, or demasculinized. I don't know if you can say it like this, but they are more. Mm -hmm teenagers i can see mm. let's say i take i you know spider-man is my favorite one <laughs> but um mm -hmm. like in the old ones like the spider-man okay i liked the character because he was a bit older he looked <laughs> even though he looked a bit uh feminine like uh, to be honest but maybe it's also it's the <laughs> character of spider-man but now the new spider-man tom holland i love the tom holland actor boy i love him but he's uh he looks like a teenager or in the in the thing and you cannot really connect uh it doesn't look as a man, you know. It doesn't look yeah. real. Well, I actually want to they, share something yeah. because it's um it's really so something really um close to my heart, and it's also really um well <laughs> I don't know it's personal. But uh, you know, you guys know me. I'm a short guy. Um, I'm like 160 centimeters, so it's like it's a short. I'm a short guy, and I also had a lot of beliefs in the past, but um, those are gone now. But but the, the thing is, you know, men like girls in general, girls like um, tall men because that's how they feel safe. If you are a big tall man, girls tend to uh, feel safer. Um, but the thing is, uh, like I said, I had a lot of beliefs around this, and I also felt. Uh, uh, less of a man because of my size, right? Um, because wow. I was short. And um, mm -hmm. it happened a lot of times to me, though, that, you know, I, so I don't know, if you look at me in real life, I'm 34, I don't know what you think, how old I am, but I tend to be perceived as uh, someone younger. Um, and, you know, I'm a filmmaker, a lot of times happened, I walked into the room, and, and there was like this uh, person is like, you know, who are you? <laughs> like, who are you? What were your parents? <laughs> kind of like this. And I'm like, I'm the, I'm 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 actually the video guy. I'm I'm gonna fi be filming. It's like oh, so a lot of times um, mm. it happened to me that I wasn't perceived as a man, um, mm -hmm. as a grown-up man, um, wow. based on my size, and it really got to me uh, at some point. But um, like I said, now I'm over it. Yeah, it's actually funny a lot of times. It's actually funny, especially when it comes to dating or or mm -hmm. just in general, you know, because people look at me and they meet me and then I start talking about a lot of stuff, you know, and they are like wow. You know, they get, they, they, they get surprised. Um, but yeah, so I think because this is a puppies podcast, being a masculine person, you mentioned these traits before, like you how you like show your chest and be hairy and stink and whatever. Um, I think that's not a man. I mean, it's not it has nothing to do with a man, right? Um, girls like to show chest too, uh, another way, you know, whatever. But I think being a man is more something really deep. Girls like to be airy or so now. <laughs> or stink. No, but but being a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. Human, it's something really deep, you know. It's not just um these traits, the 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 look, you know. Um or yeah, I think it's just something really deep. And for me, what it really means a man, because you know, men tend to be more rational and then emotional. And I think a man who's able to show weakness, vulnerability, um, emotions um and keep his heart open even you know when you get heartbroken yeah. and uh not to let your um yeah emotions carry you away um or your penis carry you away um mm -hmm. that's what it means for me to be a man you know to to be present to be aware to to be in control and control your emotions of course um but of course you know like listening to what you said it's also like that there are like these these uh, outside factors, um, how how a man should look, but um, in my understanding, that has nothing to do with a man. You know, um, 
it's it's something super deep. Yeah, it's very deep. Yeah, you know, this is why again, I think we talked about good papi and bad papi, and I think what it's there is the more spiritual or like ethical part of being a man. But what I also really am obsessed with, guys, is the biological standpoint of what it means to be a man. And let's look at attraction from a bio biological standpoint and how women are attracted to men through biology and what they're looking for. And then they see the physical body and the traits or the behaviors and what this means from more a deeper uh, psychology of mating. And when it comes to, yeah, at the end of the day, we are also animals, just very, very complex animals. And I just really love it because I, I just see we, we, we reached the topic here, bro, where there's, it's like a bottomless pit. Because what who's gonna come here on the show? There's gonna there can be a hundred men come and tell us what it is to be a man, but every single person will have their own truth and their own perspective. Yeah. And it's just you as a man finding your own sweet spot, maybe a bit more feminine, maybe a bit more masculine, maybe with a hairy chest, maybe with a with a shaved chest, whatever it means for you, but it's also just good that you feel comfortable in your skin and where you are. Yeah. I also I wanted to say this because so I mentioned this friend of mine who is into pickup uh, the pickup game and uh, a few times we went outside uh, to the beach and we were filming for YouTube he has a YouTube channel and we were asking girls um and we always ask uh, spicy topics like spicy questions and there was this one time when we asked like what do girls find attractive in a man and it can be anything. It can be the looks, it can be a trait, it can be whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would say 99% of the girls, they said confidence. Like a man has to be confident. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're 160, you know, like me and have all these fucking shitty beliefs um, or, or you know, like a tall guy. If you are a tall guy and you're not confident, you are probably not attractive. So girls don't find you attractive. So yeah, that's just uh, what I wanted to. It's very deep. Yeah, I just yeah. want to share something. We have a few minutes left. But yesterday I felt like a real man when I was in the. It's not it was not a club. It's where I went to uh, the D nine, to the to the bar. Nevin knows this bar. It's like a place <laughs> we can dance also. <laughs> I went with uh, with some friends, bro. And uh, what I mean is like um, I felt like a man there because I was mostly with girls, like with my girlfriend, like I don't know to say female friends, and another guy. But what I mean is like you know you know how clubs are. It's like also the jungle. You know, like the, it's like you go back to the animal instinct. No, when you go back <laughs> into this place, it's like you go back into the into the jungle. Bro. Bro, it is. It is. And um, what I saw is like I was really feeling as a puppy because I was the one. Really, I was the one like protecting. Uh, not protecting, but I felt I was the one mm. in charge of the people because also I'm leader. old. I am the leader and. Also older, maybe I'm older by age, and I don't know, maybe it's not a reason, but I felt I was the one, I was a big brother, no? Or mm. I was the one that is here to protect. I was mm -hmm, uh, the pillar. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at all the other men, looking at, at the girls, you know, at my friends and stuff. And I felt like, no, I'm here. I let them do what they want, of course. But first, you have to ask me permission, you know, like, in a, in a way, it's maybe stupid because, of course, the girls can do what they want. It's not like I'm controlling the, the friends. But what I mean is, like, when you're in these settings, you have the alpha males or you have like the crocodiles or the predators in the room. And to enter the space, you have to first get the permission from the person. Maybe I'm super direct and very, it's super. No, no, it's really just it no, no. I want you to not, don't try to justify what you're saying, yeah. Tom. But what I mean, what I mean is like it. when you go and enter the room, you enter the, the club, or if you enter my space, uh, or you have to ask me permission if you could enter my space because I'm the alpha male of this space or I'm the predator or the one in this space 
and you cannot just come around and fuck my girl you know my, my friends yeah. you cannot yeah. just come around and and push me also uh with your with your drunk yeah. attitude yeah. what i mean of course we are in a bar and it's like the setting is also not the perfect setting to to have this but i think it is important and um and also that's how you get respect from other men and also that's how you also get respect from the woman and I think today, guys, beautiful. you touched on this topic. I see the time. I know I don't want to cut you up, but I know that this is this is really what I my heart desires to talk about much That's more, time. guys. This we we touched on a deep, deep topic here. And I just wanted to want this disclaimer, and then Tom, you can finish it up. Um, men out there, and this is a again general message: men out there do not trust women uh, on advice on how to be a man. Because they are conditioned by society to give you a response, but it's not really, really what they truly want instinctively. So don't trust a woman's advice on how to be a man, right? I want to share this and, and I'm fine with anybody being against it. But the girls are conditioned by society to say, oh, I want a man that respects me. I want a man that behaves. But that is not always what they really want. So just be very wary of that. But Papi, uh, Tom, man, please. I just wanted to share Go the last thing bro. because I really realized this yeah. like law of jungle of like you have the alpha males or the predators. Law of jungle, right? No, it's jungle. really like this. Well, it's not only um, let's say guys, we are we are the puppies. We are all no, we are like a mastermind or we have the puppies group, and we connect. Next day, I don't know. Let's tomorrow we meet uh, with uh, Iman Gadi or we mean with this kind of guys. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Is like you. It's like, uh, of course, you have always to be respect. You have to. It's like a game. It's like it is. I don't know how to explain it. Well, it's like you have to get the respect. You have to see so seduction also. But as a man, we don't do it uh, with big with a smile and big eyes. As when we seduce another man, no. When I mean, when you get friends, you do it by mm. presence and mm -hmm. a bit power. By charisma, yeah, yeah, yeah. By charisma yeah. to show that you are the that you are the man is that all we do well also not all we work yeah. of course i want to open yeah. our heart and, and you know but uh throughout the word just dominant Ooh, i said it dominate to yeah. be dominant to be possessive in a sense in a in a positive sense it's part of being a puppy guys to say this is mine get the out this is my area this is my tribe these are my people these are my friends go yeah. away protect to be able to say hey this is mine and go away it's also just really really deep things that is being looked upon as bad or negative oh you're possessive oh you're aggressive so just i, I love it because there is special balance somewhere in between this can, can, can we share one example i think for people to really understand the example and when we went me and you in the queue in uh bonbon and this guy wanted to to skip our our, our queue you remember this mm -hmm. do you want and to i put explain? him in his place and i said dude go back go back inside we've been standing here for quite a while and everybody has to stand in line what do you think you know just i stood my ground there yeah, yeah. Better, and the girls, I, oh, this was a perfect oh, example oh, of uh, of this yeah, yeah. Yeah, people want to skip the line, down. but uh, instead of saying, Yeah, you do what you want, no, I was here, you do the line, and I was I'm waiting for one hour now. You go be behind me, you don't try to skip the, my line, no, yeah. and it's not it, at the end, you can say it's a stupid problem, but it's about respect, no, it's, it's about respect, uh, yeah. it's about respect. Your boundaries, guys. it's about your it's about your boundaries, yeah, I know. Okay, flow, you can hit it off, and and okay. yeah. 
yeah let's just end it thank you guys uh for listening <laughs> oh my this god podcast was uh <laughs> really... oh my god i don't even know how i'm gonna title this because we talked about everything but yeah thank you so much for listening and uh, yeah, yeah, for tuning yeah, yeah. in for all those people um this please really healing. subscribe like comment uh do whatever you can and support us and uh, send us your review um ask questions whatever you feel like doing share your experiences and yeah thank you you. thank you so much thank you thank you yes yes we bless you go for it bye bye thank you bye bye